So, um, how many of you guys, how many of you guys on Christmas? How many of you guys, Christmas is like your favorite holiday? Anybody? It's the best. It's your favorite. Yeah, I think a, a lot of people. Uh, so, how many of you guys on Christmas, you tear through opening the presents? Like, it's like, it's like a war scene has gone off in your living room. Like, you tear through all the presents. Anybody? I mean, that's you. You tear through. How many of you guys in this room, like, when you go to open your presents... It's like after you take the wrapping paper, it's like the wrapping paper hadn't even ever been on the box. Anybody else like that? You're like, you're very particular with your... Yeah, it's a few of you guys. Um, like, maybe, maybe I'm a little old school, which I am. I got to tell you guys, uh, my birthday is Sunday. I'll be 40 years old. I'm so old. So, yeah, I'm old enough to be your parent. Imagine that. Not Johnny, though. Or Johnny. So, <laughs> but, uh, so, okay, so maybe I'm, I'm a little old school. Maybe I'm a little bit traditional this way. But for, for me, I know, I know there are people who open their presents on Christmas Eve. And they are called sinners. Like, maybe I'm just a little old school. Maybe I'm a little traditional but if you, I, I like, it's got to be Christmas Day for me. I don't know, but in my house, Kristen's always like, it's like just one on Christmas Eve. Keep it just, just one. You know, I'm like, no. And I usually end up giving in. But for me, it's got to be Christmas Day. Because that's the day, right? That's what it's all about. And I, it just doesn't feel right to open my gifts on any other day but Christmas Day. But... Uh, as we're kicking off this series tonight, and as we're talking about this tonight and next week, I want to encourage you guys to take notes. I saw that some of you guys have brought something to take notes with. If you brought something holding up in the air, wave around like, oh yeah, come on, thank you, good job, good job, good job. Thank you guys for bringing that. Uh, and I want to encourage you guys to take notes because um, who knows what God could speak to your life through something that you write down, um, through this, the goofiness or the silliness of the things that I have to say sometimes, sometimes God can actually speak through that as well. And so I want to encourage you to write things down because uh, we say that note takers are history makers. And note takers go to heaven. I got to finish it. Sorry. Um, but I really feel like we're living in a time and a place that people need to see the power of God differently than, than it's been shown before. I really feel like we're living in an era. I feel like we're living in a culture. I feel like we're living in a world where people need to see the power of God differently than it's ever been, than it's ever happened. And, and some, when I think about, um, when I think about being unwrapped, I, I just kind of had this thought and, and I just kind of speaking to myself and, and, and I'm speaking to you guys as well, but I want you to hear that. I want you to catch this. But what if, the greatest gift that you could unwrap this Christmas season is you. What if the greatest gift that you could unwrap this Christmas season is you? And let me explain your potential, your gifts, your ability to, to change the world, to change your, your school, to change your home, to change your life around you. What if you were unwrapped? Because some of you are sitting here tonight and you're so wrapped up. You're so tied up. You're so bound up that you have no freedom in your life. 
You're so tied up and you have, you have giftings. Every single one of you in this room, you've got giftings and you've got callings. And God has placed a plan on the inside of you. And maybe, maybe that plan, maybe it's been damaged in your life. Maybe, maybe that plan has been hurt. You, you've been hurt by someone else or by something and that plan has been damaged. Maybe, maybe what you've done is you... You know God's plan for your life, but you've compared your plan to someone else's plan. And so it's hurt you. And you you judge your gift compared to somebody else. And you feel like your gift wasn't good enough. So maybe you're in this room and you just stopped altogether. You need to know this. The, the devil is telling you that and he is a liar. Imagine the joy... And the freedom of living a life, uh, a free life, using your gifts and, and, and doing that and making a difference in this world. This, this is the season. This is the season to use your gifts. And, 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 and when our, our culture and the world around us wants us to hide our gifts... Some of, you are, some of you in this room are simply just too cool to use your gifts. Like, nah, nah, bro, you know what I'm saying. Like, you know what I'm saying, bro. Like, I, I don't sing. But if you could get these vocals, if you could hear these vocals, bro. But I don't sing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, you need to know tonight that your, your personality has to submit to your purpose. The personality that you have, it has to submit to your purpose, which is God's plan for your life. God wants your personality to submit to your purpose. Have you ever had someone try to uh, set you up on a date or with a, with a person? And, um, and here's how it goes sometimes. And they're describing this person to you if you don't already know them. And they're describing this person to you. And you, you will always know, and this might kind of sound mean, but you always know when they're ugly. Because the person will always say, well, they've got a great personality. It's the truth. They've got a great personality. Let me, let me tell you this, and you, you need to know this tonight. Finding someone who knows their purpose and who uses it matched with their personality is such an attractive feature. Make your personality submit to your purpose. Put yourself in a place where you're cultivating the gift that God has put inside of you. Because if you do that, you're going to be unwrapped. Somebody say unwrapped. Say it again. Say unwrapped. Unwrapped. And I wanted to preach tonight. I wanted to share with you guys tonight. Because I'm tired of seeing students with the greatest gifts, with the greatest potential for the kingdom. But... You've listened to what the enemy has to tell you, and he's told you that you have no worth. Maybe you don't know what your gift is yet, but, but just because God hasn't revealed it yet, doesn't mean the content on the inside of you is not priceless. It doesn't mean his plan for you is not priceless. God has, he's placed a gift, he's placed a plan, a purpose on the inside of every single one of you. And I guarantee that it's priceless. I see people all the time, all the time, who are just, they're existing. They have no plan, no purpose, no, no reason 
They're just existing. They're just living uh, their life. No purpose. And they're not using their gifts to their fullest potential. See, tonight I want to challenge us to be unwrapped and to find what God has called us to be. Because Christmas, it's, it's not just about um, what we get. Because we have the tendency to make this, this season all about us. We make it all about us. The, the, we, we take the, the beautiful, perfect uh, selfies. Or, or with our groups of friends, you know, ice skating. We had a wonderful time. I only fell down five times. Broke my tailbone. Or, or look at my tree or look at my stuff. We, we make it all about us. And what if we, what if we gave, gave God a gift this year? What if we gave God a return on the investment that he's placed in us? What if you were unwrapped and you were used by God to touch your school, to touch your home, to lead your friends? Like, I, I kind of feel like preaching tonight. So what if you were used by God to touch people at that job that you hate, at that school that you hate? See, God has placed you in a place so you could be unwrapped, so you could be a gift to that school to that job, to your home, to your friends, to those people, to the home that you may hate to go home to, to the school that you hate to step into those doors, to the, to the job that you may hate. What if God has placed you there to unwrap you so you can make a difference in that place? Maybe you've gone through some things and, 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 and in turn... You, you could help someone else who's going through similar things. Maybe you won't even tell. Maybe you're here tonight and you've gone through some things and you've never even told people some things that you've gone through. So you can't be unwrapped so you could give the gift to somebody else. See, we're celebrating this season. We're celebrating um, this, this whole season has our Lord's name in it. Christ's mess. Like, don't be, don't, Christmas Day, don't be texting me, don't be sending me snaps, don't be saying happy holidays, don't be saying Merry Xmas, I will not be your friend. It's Christmas. It, it's got his name in it. It's what it's all about. Christmas is a season where his name is on the billboard. It's what it's all about. <coughs> Isn't it sad that at Christmas, that we're least like Christ? Around these times, around these holidays, we're least like Christ. We're selfish. We're comparing ourselves to what others have or what others get or what other people are doing. See, culture is working hard at pulling us away from the kingdom of God. Somebody say unwrapped. See, the... the Somebody say unwrapped. The greatest gift that you've ever been given. You can find it in this if you got your Bible tonight. We're going to look at this verse. We're going to look at John 3.16. Most of us, a lot of us may know this scripture, but I want you to think about it. I want you to think about 
the extravagant gift that was given. It says this. If you didn't bring your Bible, it'll be up on the screen. It says this. For this is how God loved the world. He gave. Like, this is not a gift. This is the gift that He gave. He gave His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish, but have eternal life. Does anyone in this room believe in Him tonight? Is anyone thankful for the gift of Jesus? Man, it's quiet. If you're here tonight and and maybe you haven't accepted that free gift of Jesus, I, I pray, my prayer for you is that you feel the love of God in this room tonight. That you feel that that this is a place where you can be loved, where you can be accepted, where you can be known. <clears throat> and I pray that 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 will help you to know and to find and to to experience the free gift of Jesus. And here's here's what I learned: <clears throat> most people, even people in this room, have received the gift of Jesus, but they've never unwrapped their gift to the world. You may be, well, Jeremy, um, we see your gift. You, you got to get, we see your gift. You stand up and talk in front of people. I could never do that. We see your gift. <clears throat> but what about me? Like, I don't have a gift. If I'm, I'm not, I don't have a gift if I'm not as talented as them. No, no, no. I didn't say compare your gift. I said, you have a gift. Every single one of us, you have a gift. I want us to look at 1 Peter 4.10. And we're going to see that tonight, we're going to see that you have a gift. That every single one of us have a gift. It says this. It says that God has given each of us a what? I'm going to ask this side over here. It says God has given each of us what? I'm going to, God has given each of us what? Each of us, each of uh, that's what I tried to say. God's given each of us what? A gift. A, 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 a gift. He's given us a gift, and here's the deal: when He says each of us, that means everybody. That means all of us. And then He goes on to say, "From this great variety of spiritual gifts, use them well to serve one another." And I want you to say this: in the, this is the first thing you need to know tonight. Everybody say, I have a gift. Say it again. Say, I have a gift. Now I want you to say it like you believe it. I want you to stick your chest out and be like, I have a gift. That was weak. Say it again. I have a gift. That was good. Because some people in this room, listen, listen. Some of you have bought into the lie that because you may not have been as significant in a moment that you don't have a gift. Maybe you're in this room and you're just developing your gift. You're just learning your gift. I want you to say it again. Say, I have a gift. Maybe you're in this room and you haven't discovered it yet. Maybe, Maybe you're in this room and you have allowed culture to bury your gift. But you have a gift. Every single one of us. And God wants us to bring his name glory. 
and bless you in the process of it. You have a gift. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of gifts, of spiritual gifts. And I love this. Here's what I love about this room right here. This group of people, I I love you guys anyways, but here's what I love. We're all different. Look around. Look around. Look around. You see anybody that looks just like you? No, no one compares to my height in this room of this gorgeous physique. Why are you laughing? Nobody, like, seriously, nobody, nobody looks like you. Nobody's exactly like you. We're all different. We all have different gifts. <clears throat> we can look around this room and see how creative God is. Like, there isn't one person in this room that's the same. But look at what else the verse says. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gift. Use them well. And here's the next thing you need to know. I have to use my gift. I have to use my gift. And this is the crazy part about having a gift. Most people don't use it at all. Or most people have a gift and they don't use it fully. One of the biggest epidemics in churches today is neglect. We've got, in this generation, we've got more information than what we've ever had. We've got more work than what we've ever had. And we're doing less than we've ever done. Think about it. Way back in the day, to tell people about Jesus, you had to make a plan. You had to have a plan. And you had to saddle up your donkey. (laughs) You had to saddle up your donkey. You had to ride to another town. And you had to meet some people that you didn't know and have an actual face-to-face conversation. Now, today, all you have to do is pick up your phone, Snapchat somebody, Instagram somebody, FaceTime somebody, text somebody, talk to somebody. But but, but I'm I'm scared they're going to reject me. I'm scared that they're going to make fun of me. You may think, they may think that I'm a, I'm a weirdo. And we do less now than, more, than, than any generation in history. But I, here's the deal. I want to tell you this tonight. I don't believe that about Emerge Youth Church. I don't believe that about you guys. I've got faith in you guys. I believe in you guys. You, you guys set the bar high. I believe in you all. I believe we've got a group of bold students who are ready to rise up, to, ready to, to be what our name says, to emerge, to rise up, to be different than everyone else, to unwrap their gifts and their callings for the world to see. What are you saying, Jeremy? I'm saying to use your gift. I'm saying to use your gift. If you knit, then you knit for the glory of God. If you sing, then you sing for the glory of God. If you play ball, then you play ball for the glory of God. If you wrestle, then you wrestle for the glory of God. If you have a job, then you work that job for the glory of God. 
Don't allow the enemy to lie to you to thinking that you have to sell out your gift to the world to get something. Do you know how many people in this world, how many artists singing filthy music that should be worship leaders? Do you know how many people who are social media icons who should be preachers and ministers to this world? God has God's plans for you are better than man's plans for you, better than anyone else's plans for you. If you use your gifts for his kingdom, he will use you in ways that you never thought possible. Somebody say, I have a gift. See, you guys in this room, you better be glad that I'm not God. Because I can't stand to give someone a gift and they not use it. Like, I gave a guy some shoes one time. And he had these busted up shoes. And, and so I gave him a nice, good pair of shoes. They were nice. And he shows up that next day in his dusty old pair of sneakers. And I'm like... If you don't want to use those, then you give them back. So I'm, I'm so glad that God's not like me. See, this shows the grace and the mercy of God. I want you to look at Romans eleven twenty nine. There's grace for some of us who have been neglecting our gift. It says this, for God's gifts and his call can never be withdrawn. <clears throat> Let me encourage you to say this. Say, God, I'm going to use everything I've got for you. I want to encourage you to tell God, you say that directly to God. God, I'm going to use everything I've got for you. It may not be popular. It may not be Instagrammable, but I'm going to use my gift to bring glory to God. Let's look at 1 Peter 4.10 one more time. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to do what? To serve one another. You need to know this. The third thing is this. My gift is not about me. My gift is not about me. Because here's what we do. Here's what we do. We realize we have a gift. We know we've got a plan. We know we've got a purpose. We know we have a gift. And we need to use our gift. That's good. That's great. And then we, we get all like confident. And we're like... All right, God, I got a gift. I got a gift. And you know what? I'm going to use my gifts, God. And then we kind of forget about this last part that we just read, that my gift is not about me. Well, hold up, God. You wait just a minute. I've waited. I've spent time. I've practiced. I've worked so I could be a big deal. I deserve that stage. I deserve to be out in front of everyone. I've worked hard for this. Scripture tells us to use your gifts well to serve one another. See, everything God gave to you, you get to use. But it's not for you. If you guys could learn this now, at, this, at a young age, you'd stop holding back on God. Why is this happening to me? 
Why am I in this school that I hate so much? Why am I in this situation? I hate these people around me. See, you're supposed to be where you are because you may be the answer to someone's prayers. You're so focused on what what you can't do that what you, you start to do is you start your flesh starts to tell you, your spirit, your soul to shut up. And, and so you can't have an impact that you're that you're supposed to have. See, God has given you a gift to finish the assignment and your gift is not for you. It's to bless somebody else. I know this is difficult to grasp because it totally goes against the grain of what our culture talks about, what our culture teaches us to do, <clears throat> what our culture says we should do. But once again, once, once we begin to realize these, these paramount things in our lives, you begin to act differently. You begin to live differently. See, there was this song by these great, great philosophers called the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And they said this, give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. I know it's dumb, but that concept is so powerful though. My gifting is not to just be held back for an opportune time. My gifting is not supposed to wait for a title or for a position to be able to use it, or a degree to be able to use my gifting. No, you're supposed to be where you are for a purpose, for a plan, and you're supposed to give it away, give it away, give it away now. You're going to be given opportunities, and you're going to think, "Well, well, they're not even going to use me, and they're not even going to give me credit for this. And you're going to hear in your mind, in your heart, give it away, give it away, give it away now. See, when God can find people who, who will not hold back their gifts and they understand that these are resources that he's given us, but he is the source See, the reason people hold back their gift, the reason people hold back their money, the reason people hold back their talent is because they're, they're not really connected to the source. See, let's take a look at that very next verse, 1 Peter 4.11. It says this, Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Then do it all with the strength and energy that God supplies Could our band go ahead and come back up and get ready? How much more simpler, this is Peter talking here, and how much more simple can he make it? He's saying this, he's making it so simple. Because I think we, we make a huge deal. I don't know God's plan. I don't know God's purpose. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life. And we make this huge deal out of it. And Peter's saying this, he's saying, he's saying, um, How many of you speak? Then speak as though God were speaking through you. See, do you you see, do you understand how powerful that is? See, Peter took a thing that all of us can do. Can you speak? Well, then you speak like God speaking through you. 
I like that because he didn't say that God was was speaking through you. He said, speak like God speaking through you. See, Peter's the one telling them this. And, and if you know the story about Peter in the Bible, uh, about him, um, he, he's the one who walked on water. God hold, told him to step out of the boat and to walk on water. And before he defied the, the laws of gravity, the laws of buoyancy, he, he had to take a step first. He had to trust God and he had to take a step first. See, tonight God's telling some of you, you need to step out into your school and say, I have a purpose here. You need to step out and you say, my friends and my family will find Jesus. You need to step out and you say, I I have a gift that's worth unwrapping and worth using. And here's the beautiful thing about all of it. God's backing you. He's your support. He won't let you fail. Maybe Peter was like, um, oh, okay, this was, this was tough, but um, I, I told him to speak, but, but maybe they're still not getting it. Maybe I just need to make it as simple as I can. Um, maybe Peter started going, okay, um, okay, do you have the gift uh, or do you have the gift of helping others? says, you have the gift of helping others. And, and everybody can help somebody. Look at how insignificant that seems to us. If we stood up in this room and we started naming off our gifts, we started pointing people out, people started naming off their gifts. This is my gift. This is what I do. This is my calling. This is my plan. This is my purpose. This is what I'm good at. If we started doing that and, the, and someone in this room would stand up and say, I've got the gift of helping people, we'd laugh them out of the room. See, our, our society, in our society, when we're playing this comparison game and the gift of, of simply helping is nothing compared to standing on a platform. But Peter's saying tonight for every one of us in this room that that is a valid gift. If you have the gift of helping people, do it with all the strength that God supplies. See, let me tell you how important the gift of helping people is. Um, This room, this place right here, Emerge, Emerge Youth Church. Um, Let me ask you, do you guys like this place? Is it okay? Is it all right? It's It's all right. It's a pretty good place. I like being here. I love to see you guys. But I got to tell you this. This place, what takes place in here would not happen if we didn't have a group of people who didn't use their gift of helping and serving. Helping is the same thing as serving. Let me give you a short list of people who are using their gift of helping and serving. We've got Eric. We've got Big Trouble Little China, a.k.a. Jessica. We've got Chad, Gabby, David, Debbie, Johnny, Denise, Josh, Max, Megan, Megan, Rex, Sarah, Terrence, David. And, and, and my best helpmate that God could ever provide for me is Kristen. And all of this that takes place here would not happen if it weren't for the gift of help. The three things I want you to remember is this. 
I have a gift. I have to use my gift, and my gift is not about me. I want everyone to close your eyes and bow your heads.